Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hi, hello, and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Welcome to episode 42. Oddly, we are not talking about life, the universe, and everything. We are talking about wins and losses today. This comes up a lot. It is certainly something we talk about a lot with our clients. Uh, no matter what kind of training, programming, etc., they're doing, especially if we're doing habit changing, nutrition changing, things like this, it's something we tend to check in on at least once a week. What are your wins? What are your losses? I thought this would be a good time to talk about it. We are, for some people, post-competition season. Our CrossFit competitors out there, most people just came off the CrossFit Open. Some of our weightlifters are working up for nationals. There's a bunch of qualifiers already happening. There's also people sort of generally starting to feel like we're coming out of the pandemic. Some places that's more true than others. That's a whole other discussion. But people are starting to feel more active, like they're being seen more. And of course, beach season is coming. Whether you like it or not, however you think about being at the beach and going places, people are starting to sort of hone in their goals, take note of the performances they just had, take note of their training, sort of take stock of things. And I think noting your wins and losses on sort of a more micro scale really helps you take uh, stock of these things on a macro scale. So let's define it. What is a win? Generally, we're talking about forward motion, moving upward. A win can certainly be lifting more weight. It can be lifting the same weight for more repetitions. It can be acquiring a new skill, maybe something you've been training toward and sort of unlocking that skill. It can also be refining a skill, doing something with greater virtuosity, doing that pull up with long straight legs and your eyes forward, doing that lift with maintaining core tension the whole time, not collapsing under a weight. It can be changes to your body composition that you were going for, whether we're losing weight, whether we're adding muscle, maybe it's a combination, generally changing the shape of how you look in a way that you are after one way or the other. It can be refining habits, adding new habits, really dialing in a routine that works for you, which was something you were working on. It can be having more energy throughout the day. That's a big win. If you wake up feeling like you have more energy from the get-go, that's a win right there. It can be closely related to daily energy. It can be dialing in your sleep. Getting eight hours of sleep on a regular basis is a huge win. Now, lots of these things are relatively small wins, and we want to be relatively careful here. We are not talking about participation trophies. We're not giving wins out for doing things that are inconsequential. It is recognizing that sometimes these smaller things are very consequential, and especially as they build up. It may not seem like a big deal that two months ago you squatted 200 pounds for five reps, and today you squatted 200 pounds for six reps. That seems pretty close, and it is, but it's more. And it's progress. And you know we love slow progress is progress here because it's true. So a win is not a participation trophy. It is also not a destination. A win is not the finish line. We also say this about goals. Goals are a stepping stone to the next goal. It's a great place to aim for. 
It's a great check mark. It's a great thing to note where you've been, but it's unlikely that that's the place we're stopping. This is one of the insidious things about life and the insidious things about progress is as soon as you get where you're going, you want a little more. You want to do it better. You want to do it faster. You want to do it heavier. Or you want to change it up completely and do something different. Maybe you hit the heaviest back squat you're ever going to hit in your life and it took a lot of work and it took a lot of pain and sacrifice. You're completely happy and you never want to do it again. Now you want to go focus on this other thing. That's great. But for that same reason, that isn't the final destination. You're on to somewhere else. Wins can also be really big wins. Wins can, of course, be winning a competition, meddling in your first competition, getting your first golden competition, going to your first international competition, going to the next level in a competition, whether it's local or regional or national or moving up in federations. There's lots of ways, depending on what kind of competition we're talking about, that this can be measured in. But certainly, those big wins are wins. Running your first marathon is, of course, a big win. It's important to recognize that every big win is made up of a thousand little wins. Those big wins are built on the weight, skill, body comp, habit, energy, sleep, all that forward motion, tiny little pieces tiny little wins make the big wins. Now, the big wins are likely to be a little more Instagram-worthy than little wins. Some of our tech wearables these days make the little wins a little easier. Oh, look, my strain is lower than it's ever been. Look, I got more REM sleep last night. And I think that part of that stuff is really cool because it codifies it. It puts in a really easy-to-digest visual format. And it makes it something that seems easier to talk about and trumpet rather than just writing, oh, I'm averaging 7.2 hours of sleep. And last month I did 6.3 hours of sleep. So that's a big deal. That's almost another hour of sleep per night. I'm really killing it. That is something you should probably be happy about and excited. It's a hard thing to get a lot of likes for as if that mattered. So these are all wins. We also, of course, have to talk about losses. And losses happen, and it's also really important to talk about losses. Losses can be uh, also big and little. I tend to think of them as micro setbacks and macro setbacks. Micro setbacks can be a regression in strength. Last week, you could do this for five reps. This week, you'd only do it for four reps. It could be a, a skill regression. I used to have bar muscle-ups, and now I don't have bar muscle-ups. I used to be able to do 10 pull-ups, and now I can only do six. I used to be able to run five miles without stopping, and now I find it really hard to go more than three. These are all physical, but that makes it really easy to codify. It can also be in body composition, right? The other way around. Moving in a direction you don't want to go, whatever, whatever that is. Maybe it's gaining weight. Maybe it's muscle atrophy. Maybe it's plateauing. Plateauing can absolutely be a loss. Non-progress in the face of hard work is very frustrating. It is absolutely a loss. It is absolutely a setback. It doesn't mean you're losing. It is a loss for you. It is something that's holding you back. It is something that is not going in the direction you want it to go. That can be a little counterintuitive because we're going forward or backwards or staying still, staying still in the face of all this hard work trying to push you forward, all this emotional energy and physical energy and time, money often spent on this thing and not moving the needle 
I would of course consider that a loss, and you will too if you haven't already. So strength regression, plateauing, skill loss, body comp regression, whatever that means to you, poor changes in energy, energy drops, mood swings, things like that, a loss of motivation. This is a big one. Suddenly you just don't care. Suddenly you just don't want to train. Certainly everyone has days where they don't feel like training. And ideally we kind of drag yourself there and do the work that has to be done. Grit through it a little bit, grind through it, and then the next day is better. But maybe you're on your third week of just feeling like, ugh, I do not want to train. I hate this program. I hate the gym. I hate doing it. I don't like it. It's not working for me. This is totally normal totally normal. It doesn't mean that maybe something doesn't have to change. It doesn't mean that it's all you. You could be right. Maybe it's no fun. Maybe it has to change. But that's still a loss. And of course, injury. And this can be injury can be micro or macro. Maybe you're in the middle of a fun training session, you're having a good time and ah, you tweak your shoulder. And now you ha- you're supposed to have six more shoulder exercises and everything's a little painful and uncomfortable and you're afraid it's going to set you back. So you do the smart thing and you just do a little bit of band stretching and you go home. And you have to take the next day off too and maybe the day after that. That is certainly a loss. You lost a day and a half of training. You had an injury that you had to come back from. Your body is expending some energy, healing all that. Certainly that's a loss. A major injury can be a major setback. A tear, a significant strain, breaking something, lots of kinds of injuries can be a big setback. And that's kind of stuff where often we're talking about weeks, months, sometimes years of coming back. That's a huge loss. And this is something, again, I am not painting you or the person this is happening to as a loser. You're someone who has lost something. You have suffered a loss. That's what's going on. It's not that you didn't have something to do with it. Maybe you were being a goofball. Maybe you did something you weren't supposed to. Maybe you just went completely off program. We're like, oh, well, today's supposed to be a RP7 recovery day, but my best friend's in the gym and she's going super heavy. So I'm going to go super heavy and max out and oh, my hamstring. Oh, now I'm limping. Oh, this feels really bad. Is it your fault? Yeah. Does that not make it a loss that should be mourned and you should have some sympathy for yourself? Of course you should. It's a big deal and it's going to feel bad. On top of that, the rest of life can also toss you lots of losses. This is not all something that happens in the gym. We all have work lives. Many of us have family lives. You have ways you are moving through the world. And there's all kinds of stress and trauma and tremendous loss, certainly over the past year and a half, but more than that, just generally. If someone suffers a loss in their family, that is going to affect them to some degree, depending on how they're connected, what their relationships are, things like that. That's a big loss. It's a loss that you need to recognize. Now, why do we recognize them? Why do we even talk about this? Why do we? Why do I talk about this with my clients? I think it's really important to get hands-on with these feelings and recognize what's going on because it also helps us paint a better picture of what's going on generally and recognizing the situation. So we want to nail them. Nailing it down can make a situation seem more manageable. It can make it easier to change what we need to change adapt how we need to adapt, make the adjustments we need to adjust once we name what's going on. If all we have is, ah, I just don't feel great. I don't have a lot of, I don't know. I don't feel like going to the gym. This program stinks. I don't know what to do. 
that's a challenging situation for a coach and an athlete to work in. If we can make this a little more manageable, if we can name some wins and name some losses, sort of remove the general feelings of the moment and give us the ability to analyze your day, your week, your cycle, your season, we will often do this on a check-in. Certainly, uh, most of my online clients at some point will have some of these check-ins. Sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly. It rolls around depending on the exact situation. It will come and go. And it helps the coach. It helps the athlete. It can change your outlook on your situation, naming these things. It can be illuminating. It can also lay out patterns. If we note that you know three out of the last five weeks... Monday has been a loss because you didn't feel great, you had low energy, you didn't perform you want the way you wanted to in the gym. Now we can look real closely at Saturday and Sunday and see what's going on because it seems like there's probably a ripple effect. Maybe your work schedule is weird. Maybe you're partying, partying hard with your friends. Maybe something's going on with your sleep or recovery. Something that's affecting this, if we see these patterns happening repeatedly, we can start dialing in and make adjustments to fix it Somehow, maybe it's limiting the partying with your friends. Maybe it's moving that Monday training session to Tuesday. Maybe it's this thing I do on Sunday is really important to me. It makes me better. It's the only stress relief I have. If that's true, we're probably going to make Monday a rest day or at least an easy day. And then we'll go hard on Tuesday because these things can potentially all live together but we need to look at it and recognize it. And wouldn't it be nice if spending time with your friends could be a win instead of a loss? There's a way we can reframe that and a way we can make it work with your life. Naming this stuff creates the possibility of dealing with them. So we'd love to analyze this stuff. We lay out the patterns, lay out the, the routines, and that shows us often the way forward. If you just move by how you feel that day, if you only move by uh, how good you're feeling, how motivated you're feeling, you shouldn't be surprised when you don't have as many good days as you have bad days. They tend to sort of even out because you're kind of just guessing. If you can take a step back and name these wins and name, this, name these losses, it can often make it a little easier to frame how things are going. Oh, yeah, you know, the past two days, things really didn't go the way I wanted to in the gym. I was having a hard time. I felt rushed. I didn't have the energy I wanted. Work has been really hard. Oh, but Monday, I actually did something that was really important. I was trying to do for a long time. And Tuesday, well, actually, Tuesday was really good, too. And you know what? I did get better sleep four out of five days this week. And I also hit the carb numbers I was trying to hit. I've been trying to eat more carbs for more energy. And suddenly we have a balanced picture and suddenly you don't feel as bad about how everything is going. The last thing that happened is often the thing freshest in our memory. And if that thing was distasteful, if that thing was a loss, sometimes that can color how you feel about everything. You may notice this is sort of how we feel about workouts and physical exercise in general. Track your stuff, write it down, write down how it makes you feel. I promise you, I write down every weight and every rep I do. My workout log is filled with things like feel like a limp frog, don't want to be here, 
feel like a lion, I can eat weights today, like really specific, fairly colorful things often that mean something to me, I can go back a couple of years, read it, and I know exactly what I was talking about. I know exactly how I felt. Sometimes I'm transported back to that moment, like, oh, right, I remember I got so excited and it was just going really well. And I called the coach who was doing my programming and they told me I could go heavier. And that was really exciting. Notice what is happening by tracking your stuff, even if it's a sentence or two each week. What, what are some wins this week? What are some losses this week? And you've had some of each, so name them. If you can't find anything, I need you to think another minute or two. There's been some stuff. What have you done? What have you overcome? What did you not do that you really wanted to do? That is sometimes a thing that doesn't get recognized. A bad thing happened to me, and my typical response is to order a pizza and drink a pint of whiskey, and I didn't do those things. I ate a sub and drank some water and went to sleep early and then got up early and went for a walk around the block and listened to angry music. Are you going to feel better? I don't know, man. But is it a better choice? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. We love slow progress is progress. It's not just an awesome little slogan. It is an awesome slogan, but it is born out of wins. A thousand little wins is how we move forward. And each one of those tiny wins represents that slow progress. It can be moving one pound more. It can be running a five mile race one second faster than you did it before. It seems insignificant, and in some ways it is, but in some ways it isn't. That's how you move forward, tiny bits at a time. One day of good sleep, one day of eating better, holding a handstand for one second, a moment of floating in the air, of being a little bit weightless, and feeling that balance can start to set people free. One day of doing it, one minute of doing it, really accomplishing something and doing what it is you're trying to do is enormous. I beg of you, as you track your stuff, and if you're with us, you're probably already doing it, but if you're not, you should absolutely be keeping a workout log, writing this stuff down. More feedback is better. Give yourself that feedback. If you're working with a coach, certainly if you're working with us, we already ask you for this. More feedback, all the feelings. Tell us the good, the bad, what you love, what you hate, all of it that really helps us paint a picture and track these wins and losses. Track your own stuff. Talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend, and it will help you forward and build this slow progress. I think that's what I have to say about wins and losses. Thank you so much for listening. If you can, it is a huge help. All the people who are listening, I really appreciate you telling other people about it. That is enormous. I'm going to ask you, if you hear the sound of my voice right now, to please go on to whatever you listen to podcasts on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Play. If you could write a review, that's a big help. It really moves this thing up in the rankings. If you could also drop a five-star rating, if you have the time, I really appreciate it. Also, if you can share this, if you can refer people to it, tell people about what we're doing. I would love to talk to more people about this. We're working on some potential interview stuff coming up, but there's some download numbers that people want me to hit before they come on for an interview. And let's just say we're not quite there. So, uh, write review, rate it, share it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Justin McClintock. Feel strong.
Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. Find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us to get started, pick our brain, rate and review us on iTunes. Please, five stars there. makes a really big difference. And folks, remember, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, so are we. Thank you again, and feel strong.